We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the 23rd day of August, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Pavel. Pavel, it's good to see you. How are you today? It's good to have you back with us. Oh, it's always so good to be back. And like I said, every time I'm doing a little bit better, getting a little bit more hope. That's good. That's good. As are we. We uh, we try to be as hopeful as we can around here. I I had some conversations with some people over the weekend, and man, they were just they were not very hopeful at all. And after a long conversation with them, they kind of you know started to turn their mind around just a little bit uh, because they said you know thank you for giving a different perspective on things because sometimes it's it's difficult when you see things that are just um, gray as you've called it. You know that's kind of how people are starting to see yeah. things. But uh, there's another. Mm -hmm. There's another thing that's happening right now in front of everybody, and no one's no one's really seeing it. But uh, anyway, Bruce, how are you today? Ah, healthy and alive as usual. Great weekend. It was. Uh, a lot yeah, of we fun, ran into some, we ran into some technical problems over the weekend, but uh, hey, you know that's neither here nor yeah. there. Uh, we're going to get that sorted out. But anyway, Pavel, I asked you last week, or actually, I, I didn't ask you. I told you that it's, it's open forum whatever you want to talk about. Um, I really don't have a whole lot planned for today because whenever we have you guys, like, you know, the, the guests, the regular contributors on, you guys talk about whatever you want. So we kind of leave the floor open for whatever you guys want to discuss. And we really don't talk too much beforehand about it because we want it to be an unscripted organic conversation. Those are usually the best ones. Yeah. Something happened last night in Moscow. We're going to get to that because that's big news. That is big, big news. Uh, we're going to talk about that, but we're going to do that later. Before we do that, there's something else that you wanted to discuss. This is not really a topic that we've touched on all that much. I mean, mm -hmm. kind of here and there in passing of other things, because it's it's just another cog in that wheel of this entire agenda that we see. Uh, but you wanted to talk about education uh, or, or I guess uh, rather the indoctrination that we call education. So it's, where do you want yeah, to go with that? Because there's so many different okay. ways we can go with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the way I'm going to go with this is I'm just going to give examples of real life situations that I pretty sure happen in America. And um, let's see what happens. So, for example, um, I read a story that in certain states, and I don't think I should be naming specific places, but if the child in an elementary school identifies as an animal, for example, a dog or a puppy, not only that cannot be, you know, stopped, it is encouraged. But if the teacher asks some sort of a question and the student identifying as a dog barks back, the teacher needs to accept the answer or at least not retaliate. I mean, this, I, I pretty, I mean, I still can't believe that it's true. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I just cannot yeah. believe it either. Here's another uh, thing. Okay. I, I Just on that point, I, I saw an article, I want to say it was like a month ago of, it's, it's a girl 
I think at the University of St. Louis uh, or whatever's in Missouri, and she identifies as a cat. And they gave her, yeah. I, I'm, I could be wrong on the university, but I'm pretty sure it's that one. And they had to, the school actually had to give her a special room that was cat friendly and they had to provide her with a sandbox. Now, I don't know about you gentlemen or any of our listeners, but in my world, I call that a mental illness. And when something like that occurs to that level, you don't enable that any further. You put that person in an institution where they can get the proper care that they need. You know how you destroy the freedom of a nation that is proud to be free? You start giving it more and more and more freedoms that eventually turn into unprosecuted and unmanaged evil. So, I mean, what is freedom? So let's say I haven't committed any crimes. I am not in prison. There are people that are either committing crimes or acting in a manner that is really destructive towards themselves or the society, and that is encouraged. Um, that person has a freedom to be a cat. Um, why not? How? Wh- what is this cat going to do in our society? Is this is this person going to you know b- become a professional pet? That's a good job. Somebody can literally have them in their house. I mean, what? Where is this future? There's here's another story. The the Fortnite, the video game that all the children love, specifically created you know to be addictive. Some say it's a little bit more addictive than heroin chemically in your brain. I am witness, I'm fighting Fortnite myself for a while now. Not that I'm using it, I'm fighting kids playing it. So anyhow, so this teacher, um, she was in her mid-20s, I believe. She just got sentenced. So I'll start this story from the beginning. She was playing Fortnite. Uh, she was chatting with some 10-year-old boy that she was actually, you know, teaching at the same time. They fell in love. And when he was old enough, like when, you know, when he turned 13, they started having sex. Well, you know how teenagers saw by 16, I don't know who got tired of who, but they stopped dating. I mean, having sex in, in her car, his house, and the little kid's house. Anyhow, so when she broke up with him or whatever happened, the student kept pursuing the teacher. So she went to her principal and reported that there's a student harassing her and threatened suicide. The principal had her arrested. She's guilty, and, and I believe she was, she was found guilty of three years of child molestation, basically that's what it is. Guess what her sentence I'll tell you. They gave her 60 days. However, because she wasn't fit, she was pregnant at a time, they postponed the 60 days until she was done with the pregnancy and healthy enough to go to the 60 days in jail because she just had sex. Sex with a child from 13 to 16 and groomed them for the three years. 60 days. 60 days. 60 days. I mean, it was in the newspaper. I I, I, I really try not to make shit up. I really... Well, no, I, I, I'm i not doubting you. I'm just... I, I'm yeah, kind I know. Of, I'm sitting here. I'm doubting you reality. Look at my... Yeah, but yeah, you can see the look looking, on my face. I'm like, oh, 60 I know. days. I know. Yeah, 60 days. Yeah. But but first she had to get healthy. You know, they gave her a, a little bit of a break there, you know, to get okay before she can do the 60 days. In jail. There's people that are saying, hopefully she gets killed over there. I'm against violence once again, but oh my God, 60 freaking days. You know, a kid identifies as a, uh, a jellyfish. They have to, what, like create a little aquarium where it just sits in a classroom. Um, what What is going on? I mean- how is this insanity can be so real and be so out there and people are not taking it seriously because it doesn't affect? Them? I mean, I'm sorry, guys. This is a tough subject. I wrote a little poem. How about this? Lighten things up a little bit. It's very, very short. I'm going to do a poem every Monday. Here's one about American school system. Okay, so this is a, it's called a student going in first day. I pledged my religion without concern. A studious student, I was eager to learn. The first thing I saw were the men in a dress frantically yelling and looking distress. He's partially bold and looking a mess, so because of the shock, excuse my digress, I couldn't believe that his dress buttons held. 
my pride in America suddenly swelled. I saw the other day a big 400-pound man, almost bald, in a dress walking into an elementary school. You told me that. Um, I, yeah. So I, so I thought about it, yeah. Yeah. A couple of things with that. That could have been someone that was a registered offender that's on a list that wasn't supposed to be there. That would be my first guess. The second thing, and this is this is just I'm just kind of like keeping up with trends here. My second guess was he was going in to read to the children because we have story times with uh, people that dress up in and read to yeah, children and read the children. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I can't, you know, I have a hard time getting into a school building. You know, I'm, I'm tall. I'm well built. I'm covered in tattoos. Um, they, I sometimes have a hard time getting into the high school I used to go to. I, they, they check me and they should. But if let's say I'd be wearing a dress, maybe in some makeup that let me in right away, I feel like probably yeah. say be friendly and, you know, um, it's story time here. They're killing people the simplest way. They don't even have to hurt anyone. They'll kill themselves in Ukraine. They're burning enough money. Created in, in, in the United States, they're just burning it and killing people straight up over that. They're provoking Russia. And now it got to a point where what you, Johnny, told me today, I, I didn't hear about the Moscow thing. I now believe there's going to be. I now believe that they are, that, man, whoever's supporting Ukraine, whoever's, and I don't want to keep saying United States, you know, but whoever's giving them all those cluster missiles, everything Bruce mentioned earlier, that the, the deadly, deadly multiple casualty weapons, they're not sending precision Weapons, they're sending things now that can level football fields with Sharpnel, taking everybody out. But how do you set that up? Okay, it sounds very easy. Really? You just put your own civilians in buildings with soldiers, have Russians get tired of it and shoot the buildings, and we're just going to kill the civilians back now because they did it first. The mentality of the elite is becoming, I feel like... Like like ro like rich people in Rome, ancient Rome, the slave owners, you know, it's it's uh -huh. still it's the dehumanization, the the spiritual war. The, there's two types of spiritualism. We can only see positive things and focus on them, or we can see everything as positive. A lot of the times, people in general do not see the whole picture. You can be looking at an optical illusion that looks like two faces, and all of a sudden, you know, there's something between them. It looks like a glass or, or a vase or flower. Or when you go out to see sunset, you are not there to watch sunrise. You're really there just to watch Earth spin. But you're really not in your head. You're, you're not realizing what you're doing. In the same way, they're creating almost like mental optical illusions, where the first most obvious thing that you see is the illusion. In order to see the picture on the inside of this box that they put you in, you you have to be the most objective you possibly ever been in your life. You are in a box that you're trying to see and understand from the outside. That is our issue. We're literally figuring things out while we're already trapped. We're reverse engineering this whole thing because they started it. It all it all begins with children. It all begins at school. It all begins with the impression of the world and what is put into a young child's mind. You can train a child to literally be a cat. I mean, if you take a baby and while the baby's growing up, you literally treat him as a cat. Maybe you dress up as a cat. That baby will never learn the language, the human language. He'd most likely act and feel like it's a cat as an adult. I mean, that happens to wolf kids, feral children. So what they're doing is the same exact thing. You know, you attack the cognitive linguistics of the population. You you start changing definition of words. It's not, um, what was that good one recently? This is not a depression. Economic depression is just a... Uh, Man, I forgot the, the Biden administration. It's transitory. Yeah. It's transitory. Yes, yes. And it's, yeah, the, the, the see, it, it's, it's almost hysterical. I, you know what, what they do is they do this. They, they make a graph that looks like an arrow falling down. And then they just turn it upside down and give it to Biden. They say, you're doing good, buddy. 
is this a no it's not upside down and he just says what he sees i mean you can literally like the, the note the way he reads notes is like find your chair look around make sure this is your chair you sit wait Repeat the line. Yeah, repeat the line. Yeah, repeat the line. That he's not supposed to read. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. Repeat the line. Yeah. Hysterical. Um, pledge of allegiance, man. Pledge my allegiance to you know United States of America. We all stood as students. We you know we had our hands on our hearts, and we we didn't have that in, in Russia. In Russia, we it was mandatory. You know what I mean? You had to march and do this and that. United States, it was. I could not believe how awesome and friendly schools were. Now this, I'm talking like. 20 plus years ago. What a difference. I show up fully dressed in like, you know, like my dress shirt is tucked into my pants, you know, this and that. And I just see it. I see full of kids who don't care. They dress whatever they want. They're doing whatever they want. And I realized this is where freedom starts. Freedom starts in our elementary schools, in our junior high schools, and, our, and freedom gets finalized in higher education, high school, college. All you have to do is just create a census of general knowledge of let's say high school graduates or college students. Pick 20 questions that are very important and relatively easy. Walk around our, you know, high education uh, facilities, you know, that the pride, the pride of the United States, the best colleges, walk around and ask questions. Simple questions. Who was the first person to land on the sun? You know, um, uh, I still what laugh is at the that. I'm sorry. I don't mean yeah. to. I still yeah, no, laugh I know, at that. I know. That, that, I love that one. No, I love that. And it's, it's, or like, what is what are clouds made of? You know, you can ask them anything and the answers you get are hysterical. It's it's like a TV show you can read, just write down the answers. That would not happen in any other country. In Africa, that will not happen. In Africa, there are, there are self-taught young men that with their village and out of trash and wood build cell phone towers. They build, you know, irrigation system. There's an African guy who invented how to run things from air as in it is not plugged into the outlet he built a tv and i kept looking at kept checking it too i'm pretty sure it's real he's just not releasing the patent guy scared it should be this tv runs on the electromagnetic waves in the air as you know there's wi-fi waves there's waves all around us if you could see them this whole thing is just flippy movie it's weird it's like wind the guy learned how to basically harness the power of just um radio waves that's a tech where, where's all the tech? Where are the cars that really run on water? See, the electric cars that we have now, and they say, oh, you know, they run, they run on, uh, you know, hydrogen cells and they just produce water and it's cleaner and greener. Those I'm okay with, no. actually. Okay, but they. Well, my point is they could be cleaner because the batteries, yes. right? They're yes. alkaline. Yes. Google, do you guys remember that bl black box? Oh, man, what were they called? It was just a box that produced, like, let's say the size of a refrigerator, size of a house, depending on what it needs to power. The entire Google's headquarters used to be powered by a few black boxes, and they were 100% containing eco-friendly. It was a chemical reaction inside that produced electricity. Yes, that we actually gone. just that text got. We actually okay. just took. Well, that is that is. Um, it's funny you mentioned that. I was hearing about that a couple of weeks ago. The Biden administration gave, and this is not a joke. I'm not. I'm not mispronouncing or misspeaking or misrepresenting. Gave that battery technology to the communist Chinese, gave it to them. Uh, and there that. are no, oh yes, there are no plans at current, there are no plans for the United States or any Western country to develop anything along the lines of those power cells. This is what I think, literally. The most valued thing in people is their minds. They're, they're, they're what they can think of, what they can do. You know, soldiers used to be giant killers. Now, 
you know, they they're need to be good at using robots or whatever. The United States has lost its value in intelligence. It's being wiped off. The Chinese has the best education. They're the smartest. Who do you think the elite would want to remain in the world? Rednecks? McDonald's employees? Not that I have anything against people in general. No, they're literally choosing specific traits in people. There were a couple of, I mean, I don't know if you guys know about this. There were some um, crypto programs, I guess, where certain agencies maybe were starting little, you, have you ever heard of that cicada, the cicada mystery, whatever? Now it's basically all over the world. They started finding these pictures inside. It was a code. The code led to this. Then they turned out this big global thing. And one guy came close to figuring out he was like a crypt, uh, crypto student or whatever. And he disappeared. So, but the, the, the thought was it must be some sort of a CAA or high agency, you know, uh, search program. They're specifically now choosing a crew. Earth is like a spaceship at this point of time. They're trying to get rid of everything useless. And the intelligence and health are the two traits that they're looking for. Um, why America would be dumbed out first? Because America was the most free country. Americans were the first ones to, hey, let's go fight this and that. Yeah, kill exactly. the freedom. Exactly. And then take take whatever the freedom invented, invented, whatever it produced that's positive, and give it to the robots. Chinese? Well, America, being at, on that point, America being the most free also made it the most hated by certain people, shall I say. And that put a big target on our back. So we have to be, and the, make no mistake, we have to be taken down by these people. But whoever's, you know, and we can only speculate at this point as to who all of this actually is, you know, who, who behind the scenes is actually pulling all the strings. We don't know. We're not saying oh, that yeah. these are a bunch of people sitting around in some smoky back room somewhere that are, pick your favorite conspiracy theory. I don't know. I don't know. Lizard people. Yeah, whatever, you know, it's just that or devil worshippers or what, whatever. Like I said, pick your favorite conspiracy theory. We can only speculate at this point because we don't know. We don't know who's actually doing this. Believe me, if I knew, then I have no qualms about saying who it is loud and proud from the top of the town square. Believe me, I got no problem with that. But until yeah, I know some time. for a fact, yeah, I hopefully, hopefully. But until I know for sure, I'm not going to um, yeah, throw around different. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to do well, that. Well, Fauci, all I throw around Fauci all the time. He's definitely guilty of something. Oh, of course. Goes to the next point I was going to make, and that is all of the faces that we see, Fauci being one of them, Gates, uh, Klaus Schwab, uh, all these people. Hell, even even Putin, right? Even Biden. These are, and Zelensky, these are people that were meant to see. These are faces. We're meant to see these people. We're meant to, to think that they are the ones that are... I guess the be all end all, and they're the ones that are fueling this agenda. And to to a great extent, maybe part of that is true. I, I don't know. I'm just speculating. But the only thing that leads me to believe what's going on uh, in Russia, and maybe you have differing of opinion on this, I don't know. Uh, if, if you do, I'd like to hear it. But I've listened to several interviews of people that have spent their careers in Russian politics, as in like studying Russian politics and doing debriefs of former KGB agents that defected to the West at the time. And he is, well, he and, and others that I've heard like him, they are under the impression that it's not actually Putin that's running things in Russia. He's just like, it, and if you look at like the oligarchy, right, the, the, the whole thing with the KGB was, we're going to create you and we're going to run the uh, the, the money and the businesses and whatever dealings we need through you guys. But you're going to sign agreements with us that if you don't do what we tell you, then we're going to make sure that you are the last ones to do whatever it is you're doing. And the biggest oligarch in Russia is Putin, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, the guy has got a lot of net worth. Now, whether he's done that by legit means or through dealings, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I've got receipts for that because those don't exist. But the guy does have, I think is he's up to $200 billion in net worth now. I mean, the guy's a multi, multi-billionaire. And the question is, is it actually, and the, like I said, the people that are experts on even the former Soviet Union, they don't even know. They're speculating based on their research and their time, whether or not the Russian government is actually the Russian government. Is it some other group that's behind the Russian government that's actually pulling the strings? That's the question. Like I said, I'm just speculating. I'm just going based off of interviews and, and studies that I've looked at. Do you have a different opinion of, of that or, or a different view of things? If you do, I'm welcome, welcome to hear it. Not different. More like you kind of nailed it in the head in a lot of ways. I have a theory. I, I got this. I've been thinking how to figure out who's behind what for obviously all the time running around the world. Um, my theory was the only loop or the only hole in this perfect mystery of who's really where is who exactly put Putin in power, Yeltsin and his surrounding. Who exactly put Yeltsin in power? Well, that place, that, that right there has a loop. It must have a crack in it because I know how corrupt everything was. Everybody, I had drunk generals as a kid in my kitchen talking smack. You know what I mean? There's definite, there's someone, someone knows something about Yeltsin and that's what needs to be looked at. So what I think is from what I found out, this is kind of general and I'm very, very, very aware that this not might be exact, but I will work on it. There were two movements. One started in Russia, 19th century, I believe, 18 something. And then one was already established in England, I believe some around Victorian time, you know, big names like the, you know, the, the, uh, what, what do you call them? The row. What's the richest family in the world? Rothschilds. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Rothschilds. You, you know, that's not the real name. They picked that name when they were too scared to, when the, when the Jewish prosecution really, really started happening. I don't remember when uh-huh. that family did it, but, but there was a rose on their family shield. So the story is one day they looked at the rose and said, listen, we're going to change it. We're going to be a Rothschild. Now. So they're not even Rothschild. Um, it's an ancient Jewish family. I know there's only one way I can really keep going is I, I really want to find descendants or last remain remainder of Russian royals. The royal family never lost its exactly 100% lost its presence in Russia. I believe those people are probably the most knowledgeable. But if you really want to know, I think you need to look into crazy stuff like UFO research, you know, psych warfare research, everything KGB did. Whoever wasn't encouraging what KGB was researching, whoever is encouraging this not even top secret, only super super spread. I can't speak. I'm, I apologize. But anyhow, whoever is the person that actually manipulates and controls the scientists to work on these projects are the people that have already either the tech or they figured something out that separates them from people that money doesn't even matter. Do you know what I mean? There's a faction on this planet that is so in some sort of way above just a human Maybe they are people, I don't know, but whatever they have, money makes, I mean, it's too expensive to even for money. You know what I mean? So because our, all of our society is based in global economics, you know, dollar, money, blah, 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 money, money. I believe there's a group outside of money, the whole concept of money. No, I, I agree with you. And like I said, it, that's where my speculation comes in is we can speculate as to who that is. I honestly don't know. But I have read it. it and I know that you and I kind of talked about this uh, privately. Um, on something that you mentioned there, I have read before that you still have members of the Romanov family, which is like one of the high up, you know, Russian banking families today. Well, that's where they were, Romanov family. Yeah, they, they, they were the czars, right? The, the last yeah. czar, Romanov. Yeah. yeah. The dynasty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And 
I've I've heard and again, this is just kind of like hearsay on on people that are experts. I've heard that basically what you're seeing in Ukraine is the Rothschilds and the Romanovs going back and forth. And it's here we go. You said it. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, you said it. So, like I said, how do you find something that doesn't exist? You know, something that's completely outside of your even your your system. You know, we are so based on material things. Um, we were basically programmed to value things that are easily produced and will most likely kill. Our brains are chemically, are hypnotically, I guess you should say, programmed in America to release pleasure chemicals for specific actions that they produce, control, and make you do, make, make you accomplish. It's like if, imagine if you're in a, in a maze and there's a person with a light above you. Wherever that person shines, that is your world. You don't see anything outside of it. It is completely, it is so hard to be totally objective because fantasy and reality mix in your mind. Objection and fantasy can intermix. What I do see is a struggle between most likely two, two entities. And as you said, Romanos or Rothschilds, sure. The, the, the real, real old royalty, the, the royalty that decided to disappear 100, 200 years ago and just go in the shadows. That's what I would do. Listen, if I was living 200 years old, 200 years ago, there's no internet, there's no phone, there's no, you know, I mean, barely any guns. I would figure out how to hide real, really good for the rest of it. For the, you know, but what if they found a UFO 100 years ago or something and slowly trying to, I mean, I, I believe that's real. There's so many people that are educated, sane, and well-known that claim that they purchased, I've seen a part of it. Oh, there's so many places that claim that they're studying it. I believe um, College of England started DMT studies they're doing it all over America. They're sending people out there to map the other world, which is, if you don't know, DNT is the chemical that's produced in your brain in large quantities when you die. Um, it's a, it's, it's a heavy hallucinogenic in the world. It seems like, picture this, I think this is a really good analogy. A billion years ago, there's two creatures that start to evolve together. One is based, let's say, on energy or whatever it is. I'll call them the energy beings, you know, face-based. The other ones are, you know, us. We evolved from a rat or whatever, whatever the hell, whatever it was. The way our eyes evolved, the way our hands evolved, worked in the best way for our particular survival at that place. So if we needed to see colors, we made up the colors to identify different objects. Trees are blue in real life. It's our eyes that make them seem green. Colors, noises, everything does not exist outside of your mind. It is your perception determining what is happening. And your perception actually tells you only, I don't know, 30, 40% of actual reality. The rest is hallucination from your brain. So if most of what you see in here is actually made in your brain, what if somebody found out how to just create an environment or influence that in the first place? So as you develop and you grow, you're literally only aware of one particular world when there's all this other stuff going on on you. And it leads right back to what we started with, education. If you yep. can warp and change their minds outside of the norm, at that young age, through all of those institutions, all the way up into the institutions of, quote, higher learning, you know, the universities, graduate school and all the rest of it. If you can do that, then you have your altered reality. Those of us that have not been fully indoctrinated by those institutions are sitting here looking at this saying, yeah. you people have lost your heck? damn minds. You've lost yeah, your minds. It's so it's horrendous. It's scary. It's a mess. I feel. Yeah, I literally see people continuously do insane, literally mentally ill things and other people encourage them. Not even on social media. I see this in the grocery store. It's 
I mean, literally everything they said was going to happen is happening. So there it is. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to pivot into, uh, do you want to get into what happened in Moscow last night? Because again, that's, I mean, that, that's a big deal. We can talk about that for probably the remainder. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, there's so many different oh, ways we yeah. can go with that. Let's um, okay. go. So last night, the daughter of Alexander Dugan was killed in a car bomb in Moscow. She appeared on Russian TV a few hours before that. And uh, I unfortunately, I, I can't play it here because it was all in Russian. But uh, basically, I mean, the way that the, the, the lady was talking, she was making a whole lot of sense. And then she gets blown up a few hours later. And then, of course, the bomb, uh, the bomb was meant for Dugan. Now, who's who's Dugan? Alexander Dugan. That's uh, that's Putin's. How did you describe Rasputin. it? Rasputin. Oh, that's Putin's Rasputin. Oh, absolutely. Now, the, even that, I think, I mean, if it was just one coincidence, okay. If it was a hundred coincidence, eh, we're having this, these crazy coincidences. I mean, Jesus, last, when the Romanos fell apart, it was Rasputin that caused it, right? Now we have a Putin and another, you know, guy under a different name, but same identity. He's a, you know, he's a religious based, I guess, um, advisor on general strategy, I guess, for Putin. I'm, mm. I'm not entirely sure the relationships. He's an advisor. So was Rasputin. I wasn't there. I don't know whether Rasputin, you know, what exactly, I only know what I learned from books or whatever. But what I see here is something that's so eerily similar, I can predict where it leads. And you called this. Rush you called mm -hmm. this. Oh, a while uh, ago, yeah. A, a while so. ago. I remember you saying it's going to start getting into that, like they're going to start knocking people off and they're going to do it openly. Yep. They're not even going to try and Not's hide up, it. Yeah. Oh, they don't, there's no reason to hide. No. And we they looked want at you the, to know. Yeah. We looked at the video that was released by the FSB this afternoon, all the surveillance footage that they've got. It doesn't look to me like there was, I mean, I, I've looked at, I, I've reviewed thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of, of security footage throughout my adult life. You can tell when someone's trying to hide. You can tell right off the bat when someone's trying to hide. This person's not trying to hide at all. I mean, ice She's, cold and, and and no mistakes. Yes, that lady, just by looking at her for two seconds, just in her face, my, the worst that came out of my mind is trained professional killer. Just just, just her face. I mean, you can tell that her face has been reconstructed multiple times. Um, her eyes don't stop moving. She's aware of her surroundings. Um, and she seems completely comfortable because she is. That's what she loves to do. She goes to his house. She checks out the situation. Um, we don't know what happened the next day. And the day after that, they're leaving country for Estonia. And the daughter of the new Rasputin is dead. And right before that death, as you said, a few hours, she made what I believe is the most condensed piece of information of actually what is going on in this global world, in this reality, that I've really ever seen any politician say. Besides, Putin says a lot of things, but in parts. She just spot out everything that I wish I would. Well, we say, actually, we say all this too. So <laughs> she warned people. She, she said that there's a war between two factions. I think she said, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's what's been going on forever. And why, why did this? It, when? Why would people assume that anything that we know from the past stopped? We're still in the past. I mean, for the next generation, we're the past. How do we know that we're not going to have World War III tomorrow? We don't know anything. We just, we see the past and we do not see pattern for some reason. How are we so blind to the pattern of the past? We're not that different. It's it's going to go where it always went. Even uh, if we... Go ahead, Bruce, please. It's like what you said, what, what we started with. It's education. It's where we're being dumbed down as a society so much, you know, or uh, basically zombified. And I, I think that was actually something she, she said. She actually in, said uh, that. In, she in, actually the, said yeah. it. She talks about literally what she said. Yep. She said yeah. Americans, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Americans is zombified. True. Yeah. And the thing is, is she said a lot of things that were true, but at the same time, I just want to caveat it with uh, Dugan was not a good individual. 
just to be clear, he, he's not a great individual. Something to something else to note. Dugan was supposed to be riding in the same car as his daughter. Oh, and yeah. just a few minutes before they left, he switched cars. So I, I don't know. It, it seems it could have just been like precautionary. Hey, you know, it, you, you both are high profile. Maybe we should do that. You know, it could have just simply been, uh, you know, a precautionary gut feeling of one of the agents with them you know, the security, or it could have been something else. But again, coincidences, those are... That's the second one in like two minutes, man. But well, okay, so so she started kind of a saying too much type of thing. Maybe her dad was like, listen, this sucks, but hey, see you later. You know, maybe he decided that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, the, the thing is, though, is when Dugan is actually, I believe he's a, a university professor or something like that. So all the stuff, he's like... The stuff that he spouts in the university and everything, he's not silent about his views. And he's an his, extremist. His, yeah. And so it's not surprising to hear his daughter talking about the same things or the same things that Putin is, is saying. Like, it, it's not surprising, right? So... Why her? Why her? Is that what you're asking? That's kind of... That, that's, that's basically what I'm getting to is they're all, they're all saying the same thing. So why... Why did they go after her? Unless the target uh, truly was him, mm. and she was just in the crossfire. But maybe again, it's just to send a message. Maybe they. Just I think I agree with. I agree. I it's to me. So for the longest time, I've been waiting for an act that, in my mind, will just see. I try not to think about things. I just view the facts and then let my kind of gut feeling tell me what I think is going to happen, and then I analyze. Okay, it. so just so I follow you, so I understand it correctly before you go into that. Uh, that detail, because I, I can equate this, I think, to what happened in Europe during the First World War, the assassination of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which is what started Beautiful. the First World War. What did you have after that? It was just an unraveling. It, it ended up being just a bunch of old men that couldn't keep their egos in check. And I'm, I'm mm -hmm. speaking of the first the lead up to the First World War. And it, it ended in to this day, probably like the, the worst loss of human life. that's not even calculated in, in a war, in a kinetic war that you can't even quantify it today People in, in do words. not understand what it was like. They, no one understands what trench warfare was like, yeah. So you're saying that this has the potential to be the same type of thing. What I'm saying is I finally, as it took me three seconds to understand what the heck just happened. And then my brain exploded with like, that, that's it. There's no doubt in my mind that this might not be the last hit. Well, it's not going to be the last hit for sure. But I think this is the one that made it. Yeah. This is the hit that is an open invitation for war between East and West. I mean, this, okay, so who can I, imagine if somebody killed Pelosi or no, not Pelosi, Trump's, one of Trump's daughter or, or, or Biden's son, something like that. That would be retaliation. Putin's been waiting for an excuse too. This hit, it's like you're poking a bear. You poke him and you poke him and you poke him and you poke him and you poke him. And then you finally light his butt on fire. Oh, now he's pissed. See, the pokes were just pissing him off. You know what I mean? But the fire got him, got up, got him, get up and go. This hit this obvious, not hidden, on camera, in and out of the country. Here's my face. I'm with a kid. I'm just the mom. You know, the message is everything's out and open. They don't need to hide anymore. And if they don't need to hide anymore, that means we are at the point of stupidity that we try to get us to. And they're at the point, either technologically or in some sort of preparedness, maybe they made a deal, are all set. This is the time of truth. Truth is the sort of God and it hacks both ways. They are no longer... I think are really afraid of public action that clearly sends messages. The other side of that sort is there's people like us, people even in America that are that are waking up to this. 
that's the other side of the sword. Our side has victims on it. Their side, they're the killers. So no matter what happens, the truth will set us free. And even if they hurt us, even if they start killing us, it will be. We just wake up more people. The trigger, this hit, it'll work both ways. It'll really, really piss off the politicians. It'll start something. But it's the people that will suffer. And angrier we get, more they'll try to redirect our anger, more they'll try to blind us. Waking up is just enough. Because when they tell you to do something and you realize what's going on, you will voluntarily not do it. They can't force you to do half the things you're doing that are killing you. But you're doing them anyways. See, if you just basically smarten up or decide to just, hey, what the heck, let's try not do these things. Let's not eat fast food. Let's not watch TV for a week. What happens? What happens if you don't watch TV for a week? See, you'll probably sleep better. Everything that they sell you is designed specifically for your life. Remember Barbie doll in the house? Well, they're selling you the house and all the accessories. You're the Barbie doll. It's a reverse aquarium. We're the fish, as, as Bruce said the other week. At some point, I believe early 20th century, you know, like, or, or a little bit maybe later, I always talk about National Reserve and gold and this and that. People realized that resources have different values now based on technology. Gold is our way off the planet because it's a superconductor. We build everything, you know, satellites are lined up with gold. Gold is a limited supply. Money is just paper. Money used to be backed up by, you know, by actual value. Now it's just paper. So they're literally trying to devalue the old system, install a new system with completely virtual money. So what they do is they're taking everything that's valuable that they used to back up money, take it for themselves, and then produce money that's not backed up by anything but like social or just them giving it to you. It's a, it's a game now. They're literally allowing us to have food and water and this and that as long as we're good. Maybe they're keeping us alive so that they would be able to recruit, you know, new people. Maybe they're just keeping us alive to turn us all into freaking something and go fight aliens. It's getting sci-fi like. The more coincidences that you see, the more things just happen to match. Start remembering how often coincidences happen. You know, it's like the movie Matrix. You see the glitch once, you don't know about it. You see it again, now you know. You see it for the third time, now you're wondering. In the last year, I've had random people come up to me and just say things that were kind of on my mind, but I've never met those people. I've literally, one time I needed gloves and I found gloves on the ground. Just a coincidence. But then later that day, I needed money. I found a $20 bill. And then later the day, something else happened. There are times where, and I take all this with a grain of salt and sarcasm, but there's there are times that I feel like we're the good people. We're the kind people are sort of in this collective memory united now together, even though we don't know this ununity, this distress and breakup that they're causing, the natural reaction of that is opposition, which is what we're subconsciously doing. We're trying to bond. We're confused. I see a lot of craziness, but I also start seeing a lot of kindness too. Whatever someone does, there will always be a natural opposite reaction to it. Physics, you hit the table, hits you, the table hits you back just as hard. They're trying to avoid the backlash. Keep it calm, but they run out of time. They're going too fast now. And you guys see what are ha what's happening. I'll, I'll please kind of throw throw an I um a different perspective, I guess. So this is coming from the uh, theological side. This is the um as as uh, a friend says, uh, coming from a brainwash a brainwashed individual. Okay, because I'm religious, I'm brainwashed. So interesting. Uh, uh the coincidences. Um, so uh, well, I, I have different directions to go, but. The, the good coincidences that happen in your life, depending on who you ask and um, what they believe, that's also that can also just be supernatural events. Exactly. Because the supernatural is just coincidences uh, a lot of times. Now, it's, that's not to say the other coincidences that are bad 
are or are not supernatural because you, the other direction I'm going to go with this, why is America targeted? You guys pointed out freedom earlier uh, in the show. Uh, I think it's uh, a little bit more fundamental than just the freedoms that we had. I think it's because we were founded upon, yes, we are a free a nation, but we were founded upon uh, Christian principles. That's where the freedoms came from. That that idea, the the intention was to be a free country to where we could freely worship and, and so on and so forth. That I think is why we're being targeted. But again, that's coming from someone that's brainwashed, uh, as it were. So I, I think it's I, I think it's the personally, from my perspective, it's the supernatural world, um, which, in my opinion, that is the alien. That that is what the extraterrestrial. When yes. you look at it, um, yes. I mean, they they are the ones that are amongst us, if you will, and they're not supposed to be here. Well, I yes. mean, they, they are, but they're not. You, you get what I'm saying? The, the, yes. The Earth is for our humans, not for them. But anyway. Yes. So I, I think there is a supernatural element to this that um, but they see it Satan is exactly fighting, as you do. fighting it's they see it. As, I'm sorry to interject. They see it exactly. If you, if you go back to what you and I were discussing last week about this, they see it exactly mm -hmm. as you do, only in reverse. Mm hmm. As in, they look at us as a blight that don't belong here. They're the ones that belong here, and we don't. Which, it's one hundred percent. They were here before us. They were here Which, before us. Well, I mean, technically speaking, I mean, technically, Satan was technically thrown out, and then Adam and Eve were created. So technically, they were on on the earth first when it was without form and void. You're but then about God created, it finished. Okay, I see what you're doing. You're, you're well, okay, I'm, so, I'm talking about the beginning of Genesis. You know, okay, you're talking yeah, about technically. What I'm saying, you're right, ahead. though. Yeah. yeah, you're right, though. But then at the same time, God, uh, after he created man, he gave us power and dominion over the planet. He gave us everything <laughs> as far as here. So, yeah, they were here first, but then it was kind of like a slap in the face to them that were here. It's like, it's not yours. It's theirs. You know, well, what if God like divided the reality into or it was already spiritual and physical. God created first physical creatures, which are humans and gave us the physical earth while the spiritual earth is still here, still in the same world and possessed by the same creatures or whatever. So uh, this is this is kind of my um, we'll get into my religious side of my worldview real quick. So you have scientists now that are saying string theory is probably how the Big Bang started, right? So the Big Bang isn't really possible. You can't have something created out of nothing, right? So what their argument is, string theory is there's multiple uh, dimensions or universes that are vibrating like on a violin or a guitar string or something. When those strings vibrate, eventually those waves impact each other. Our universe was created when those two universes impacted one another. Now, here's here's an interesting thing. That's actually partly true as a Christian. As a Christian, uh, we believe... Okay, and when you look at the Trinity, right? The, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? You've got the physical body, you've got the uh, spirit, and you've got the soul or or the mind. Okay, so God represents the three parts. We're made in his image. We have three parts. We're a spirit. We have a mind. We live in a body. Okay. Now, putting it in that perspective, there's at least three dimensions in that sense, right? So, so yes, um, to, to your point about that, they do exist in another dimension than what we can perceive. But again, we're getting in, into a rabbit trail of, of religious the, ideas. The and, you know. religion, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the 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 thing is is everything that we see in the physical like in the what we perceive in the physical is not necessarily an illusion in the sense that it it's would be recreated hallucination to, it's it's akin to us being in the matrix so like in the matrix you you've got your your body is in a tube uh, but you're actually in a simulation right kind of kind of 
similar to it. You're, you're a spirit that the connection point between your spirit to your body is your mind. My the connection man. between your mind and your body, the, the, the connecting point is the gray matter. We call it a brain. That's the, that the conduit, the, the connection point. This is, so, can I, I'm go yeah. ahead, please. Oh, let me interject real quick. Yeah. My opinion, this is what I, my thoughts are on, on, on what humans are, how we are. I think there's two people in everybody's head. I feel like there's two people in my head, the right brain and the left brain. That's why I became ambidextrous and I started, I, I've looked into um, epilepsy. What happens to people that get two of their brain halves completely separated? They're still them, they're still a living person, but they stop having seizures because their brains, two brain halves no longer communicate. Okay, so their left eye can see that something is yellow, but they don't know what it is. They just look at it, they, they know it's yellow. The other eye sees that it's an apple, but they don't know what color. I've had very similar experience, every kind of experience from my head injury, having my kidney, I've, I've looked at things and not know what they are. I have. And then I'd slowly realize, oh, that's a door. So, so, so many times that cognitive rebuild is like a second soul to me. And through all that, I realized I really have two personalities because when that brain is split, let's say the right hand is writing something there, you see the left hand slapping it, grabbing the head, pen and writing something else. You literally can physically detect, see two people arguing in your brain. Now, who really am I? If there really are quantum neurons in our brain, I am on the other side of maybe tiny black hole, whatever the hell those, whatever the hell, but I am somewhere over there where there's no time, no space. I am a single point that never moves, just a presence that just basically slaved, took over these two things that I'm trying to make them and me work in a symbiosis. And this sounds crazy, but if you really start talking or just start using your one hand and ignore the other, Crazy thoughts, crazy experiences happen if you really experiment with your own brain. And I believe that leads to expensive intelligence. The, the, the more you explore yourself, the more you will learn. There, there's so many, and, and my whole YouTube channel is going to be pretty much about self-development in the crazy ways that I have either learned, developed, or there's a gentleman in Boston, he, they call him the Med Russian, and I'll mention him again. He, you know, escaped Soviet Union. He went to, you know, MIT, Harvard. They did a few months of study on him. He heals with his hands. And the result of the study that was published in the scientific, I forget which scientific journal, it said, although Mr. Such and Such uh, practices are no doubt um, effective, modern science cannot understand. I've hung out with that guy a few times. He told me some things. So human beings have potential way beyond what we think. And now we actually have proof of it. But a lot of it is hidden. Google it. Google the Met Russian. It's everything is out there. Go see him. Google. We do everything we can around here to get people off of Google. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, I apologize. Yeah, yeah Google, no, you're fine. It's, it's, no, it's a word now. Know. It's a slang word. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah that's what people yeah. know. Well, there's yeah. so many alternatives to Google. Like I said, man, the internet we see is like 7%. I mean, the, well, we see the web. We see 7% of the web and let's let's look at the rest of the web. All the cool information really isn't, is not deep. Deep web is more like the crazy red room kind of stuff. But dark web, man, there's a lot of free information there. There used to be a compository of all free scientific knowledge on dark web from all the universities, all the scientists got together and put it. Dark web is just something that you can't Google. It's it's not necessarily just drugs. That's what people, people use everything for bad reasons. When it comes to like the dark web, I mean, we can do like a whole podcast, I think, just on that. <laughs> but um, when it comes to that, that's not exactly what people think that it is. I mean, yes, there are like, think of it like the internet without rules. Okay, I'll just put it that way. It's not as big and nefarious as what people think. Facebook, for example, right? Facebook, let's, let's just look at Facebook. Okay, Facebook, I'm not a fan, but I'm just saying as point of reference here, Facebook has a regular website that you can visit, right? 
They have a regular website, yes. and and they have to abide by rules and regulations and domain restrictions and all, all that stuff, right? They they have to follow along the lines there. They also have a dark web listing that you can go to. My point is, not everything over there is is like nefarious and black market. Yes, there are black market websites, and there are places you just don't want to go to, but. There are other things. There are other news sources that have been banned that you can access there. Like, for example, it's very difficult to get information out of Russia and Ukraine since all of this, uh, everything's been shut down. If you want to find out what's going on over there, unfortunately, they're not giving people much choice. You have to go that direction and try and find what you can try and find about it. I'm not directing anybody to a specific source, but I'm just saying. But most of these mainstream media outlets, even here in the West. So if you look at all the alphabets, ABC, CBS, CNN, BBC, uh, Guardian, The Independent, USA Today, New York Times, all of them, every one of them have dark web listings. All of them. So you can contact them anonymously. Yes, and there, there's so many different types of Facebook too. Like, not, go ahead. I'm sorry, John. No, continue on. I, I was just making that yeah. point that it's not all right, like right. criminal and you know all that stuff. Yes, yeah. It's and it's like going outside and thank you for you know elevating my point. I'm saying it's not. It's it's just like you said. You have a choice. You go outside. You have a shitty area. You have a nice park. You have this and that. Deep web is different. I don't want to talk about that, but the dark web has a, a lot of good stuff. I'd like to do an episode on it. Like we're talking about security. We're talking about living in a state where, you know, there are rules that you abide by and you believe that the government abides by them because you know, they're their rules. I just want to give you one example from my life back in the past. Generally, people believe they're not being tracked. Maybe their car is not being tracked either. You know, there's cameras, but it's not specifically you. One time, long time ago, I lost my license for a few months and I hired a driver to drive my car. Now I drive my car every day and maybe I see a cop once every few weeks, you know, maybe I'll get pulled over once every few years. When I had that person drive me, I would get pulled over immediately within five, 10 minutes, almost every time we left. How the hell did they know that I was moving, that my car was driving? They didn't know that I wasn't driving it, but how it's, it's just, I saw the statistic of seeing cops and getting pulled over, like poo explode. And I tried parking in different parking lots. I tried it, you know, not just leaving my house. No matter what, as soon as someone's driving in my car in a minute, we get pulled over a few minutes later. I couldn't, I, how did they track me? I don't know. Huh? So that's a real story. There's, um, yeah, here's, this is just a fun fact. I got a couple of fun facts. So first of all, they're talking about um population, you know, overgrowth. We, we were, there was getting too many of us. Uh, that's absolute reverse of the truth. Population collapse is happening everywhere. Russia is losing its people. Um, China, I don't know exactly about China, but I know those those cities that were pre-built for the populations that are filling up as quickly. As a matter of fact, we can do a whole yeah. episode on China. China is yeah. collapsing. Bruce has, yeah, collapsing. Bruce has talked about that. Bruce has talked about it many yeah. times. The ghost cities and the the uh, uh, real estate crisis and everything that they're having. And their oh, demographics it's way worse. from the one-child policy, their demographics are terrible. They're horrible. And Okay, so here's, here's a funny fact. You know that famous painting that I believe it inspired the Statue of Liberty. It's a, the, the woman Liberty, she's in the middle of a battlefield. It's a, you know, during the French Revolution, she's kind of leading the resistance. Well, it's the symbol of democracy, okay? That painting is like the symbol of democracy based Statue of Liberty, I believe. Here's a fun fact. That painting is partially made with, painted with, the paint is made out of ground up Africans. The color brown used to be called the mommy brown. They still actually have it. I don't think they make it out of mummies anymore. But there was a giant business that officially ended in the middle of 
19th, 20th century. So in 1943, you could still buy uh, Mommy Brown. But yeah, so during that time, all, all painters, all artists were going nuts over Mommy Brown. And they would grind up cats, mommies, whatever they find. So that painting itself is probably partially made out of dead brown. So the other day, I read this also. Um, everybody's familiar with Dr. Frankenstein and, and all this stuff. They did a... I, I had lunch uh, at his subs- castle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I okay. did. <laughs> well, good for you. Hey, I believe you. Go have go take a look at Ben Frank Franklin's old house. You know what they found in his backyard? Okay, so they were excavating, excavating, I'm sorry. It was something like three feet by four feet hole, like a coffin kind of hole. They they dug like a few amount of six feet deep, let's say. They found over like 120 remains of like at least 15 different people, I think. So in that one tiny area of his backyard contained like bones, you know, from a plethora of people already. What was he really doing? Was he trying to, you know, when he build a Frankenstein? Or was I don't he just know. A killer? I don't know. That's but a good question. I mean, they were things are uh, coming up. Yeah, you know the. Uh, I mean, well, some people, uh, some people speculate that Nikola Tesla was involved in some crazy stuff as well. But we don't know. We yeah, all all of his patents and things that he was, you know, that he had all of that stuff was seized and sealed, and no one's ever seen it. There are people. Very few individuals. They're the most valuable people in the world. They're the ones that are born with the gift or somehow received the gift through injury to somehow communicate with that which we do not see. See, we are evolved and built with specific organs to detect specific things. If you don't have the organ to detect other things to gain a new perception, you're completely separated and unaware. So if you could somehow manipulate your brain, maybe, you know, do that whole left brain, right brain, and here I am in the background somewhere, exercise this and that. Eventually, your neuroplasticity does not die off the way we used to think. We used to think, you know, a female is done developing early 20s, male is developing completely by 30, and then you just age and die. Neuroplasticity, I believe, is the key to the other world, to immortality, to everything. If your cells have a countdown of replication, only, you know, 60 times you can replicate in your life, it's not the cells I think we should be messing with. I think we should be messing with the controller, which is the two guys up here. Give them a new tool. And I'm not saying like add, you know, a cell phone on your head, which is another way we could go or it could go. I believe it is possible through neuroplasticity, exercise, meditation, breathing, all that to even, you know, even a vibration. Let's say I take a big Bluetooth speaker. I put it inside a ceramic bowl and I cover myself with a comforter. The resonance of the bowl, I put my head to it. I feel the vibrations through every, every bone. It relaxes the crap out of me. I love doing it. It's like taking a nap. It makes you basically see things. Trip. Explore your own brain. Explore explore vibrations. Experiment on yourself. You are the greatest laboratory. If you just gain a new perception, now you're knowing what you didn't know you didn't know. It's the things you don't know that you don't know them are the ones they're using on you. Look for things that you don't know you don't know. And it sounds hard, but that's what subconscious is. Subconscious is the two guys trapped inside your head that you're basically slaving. We have just a few minutes left. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover? Well, there always is. And I just want to go back a little bit to uh, Donald Trump. I haven't really met too many people that I consider completely clean. I don't think Donald Trump is completely clean, neither am I. However, I do think that he's a better person than an alternative. I think he's a decent human being. I feel like I'm a human, decent human being. And I think Trump is on the side of this giant binary global conflict that is different than the side of most politicians in America. Trump, I'm not saying infiltrated America. He is an American. He was a president. However, he's just a different breed. And for that presidency, the other guys took over America. 
bunch of bull stuff happened. Trump got kicked out, whatever. Now they're investigating him. They're not looking for documents. They're not looking for codes. They're not looking for his passports. Passports, they would take. I would too. They're trying to see where he's traveling, who he's meeting. They're trying to, through him, find out who the people that really rule that other side, that he maybe is one of their, you know, representative Trump. I mean, it's a binary war. And for a while, the good guy, and I, I call him the good guys. To be honest, it's, it's, it is not black and it's getting black and white. It has to, it's starting to become binarily split. There's really like the bad guys and the good guys. And the insanity on the other side, some of it is engineered and they're just real people. The other side is the engineers of it. They're insane. They're Nazi based. Their mentality is only us and screw everybody else. They're not even alive. Trump said one day, and I'm about to re- release this post. He said just a simple quote, they're not even treating us like people. This was a long time ago, just something I remembered. Um, and they're not. You know, <laughs> That's Trump it. said, yeah, Trump said at one of the, um, the one of these uh, rock concert style events that he goes to, or maybe it was one event that he held himself. I'm not sure. But he said not long ago, I specifically remember him saying this. He said, soon you're going to hear them say, we've got too many people. We're getting dangerously close to that, aren't we? I mean, Trump. we all know, we all yeah, know that that's where yeah. it's going, but and we all know yeah. that that's what's happening, but they haven't actually said it yet, have they? Uh, I mean, they, they've kind of said it in the sense like if you, it. if you watch like as we brought up with the Bill Gates and the TED Talks, I mean, he's yeah, blatantly yeah, yeah. saying, "Well, yeah, he's blatantly point, saying, you know, saying we have it, too yes, many people." But yeah. what I'm saying is not, that they're not like the politicians aren't all out there championing. Yeah. You know, we're going to have to get rid of all these people. Like no one's I actually mean, saying that. <sighs> What they're saying is um, the natural resources that are being used are negatively affecting the population. So the population will be naturally probably reduced by its own fault. I mean, look at you guys spending all that electricity we're trying to, you know, create for you out of burning all this stuff and killing you. Yeah. You know, the, the, when the supermarkets start collapsing, when they're when the empty shelves wait, yeah. wait another week, John. And that's that's just it right there. And I, I said this to somebody over the weekend. I said, can I make a suggestion to you? And they said, what's that? And I said, start buying yourself some extra, some extra provisions, you know, whatever that might be. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. and, and I, I basically, I said, I, I put it to him like this, you know, for anybody that thinks that's crazy or that's kind of crazy talk, I'll put it to you this way. There are nine meals between law and order and anarchy. And the only thing that stops us from descending into anarchy are these Things that you mentioned earlier, Pavel, these pieces of paper that we call money. And every day that passes, that money is becoming less and less valuable. And if you can't purchase those nine meals that keep us from descending into anarchy with those pieces of paper, then we will most assuredly descend into anarchy. <laughs> few, few, I believe it was a few years ago, the penny became less worth than the material it's made of. Yes. Yeah. It's It costs more to actually mint the thing than it does of what it's actually worth. That's so. why they have like a zinc or nickel core and it's just um, the outside with copper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, but I think, I think what it was, the copper... That you take from the outside, the, the worth of the copper is over a penny. Well, I mean, it makes sense because you, you look at uh, you look at these crackheads and whatnot that uh, they go in and and uh, rip out the copper out of your air conditioning unit or out of the walls, you know, and then go and salvage it. You get some money out. Yes, yeah. yes and they're most likely colored, which is your fault. Am I? Are we colonists? I mean, I don't even know, man. I I, I see all this. Oh, you're a colonist. You're a colonist. Like. What exactly does it mean you're a colonist? Like I came over here to oppress you or uh, everybody. It's just a tool we, of divide. 
That's all it is. It's, it, just it, it's all it is. Just another anger. word of anger. Let's start giving them the words of love instead of new anger words. It's well said, sir. All right. We will see you next week, Pavel. Looking forward to it. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the dark side of technology and I guess the web. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to have lack to go of a better there. way to put it. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to. It's been a while since we've talked uh, the dark side of tech. So, I mean, we're going to have to go down that road. We need a refresher. So anyway. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll see you next week. For those of you who would like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, if you like the podcast you're listening to, we do love having you as a listener. And we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. If you know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own, we would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Bruce and Pavel, I want to thank you both for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.